Well, hello, everyone. My name's Al. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Seth, and we're Shelters by Jesus Radio. Thank you for making us part of your day and joining us again. Hello, hello, Seth. Hey, Al. How are you? Kind of chilly outside, isn't it? A negative four this morning. Negative four. Thank you for joining us. It's nice and warm here in the studio, and we trust that you're in a good place, too. And so sit back and enjoy episode three of our discussion about angels. Amen. So, Al, you're going to open up with a pretty interesting story. Here. Well, I love this story. It's it's probably familiar to many of our listeners. Uh, it's found in Acts chapter 12. And the setting here is that, actually, it's a difficult situation in that the church is being persecuted. King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. Uh, he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the Feast of Unleavened Bread after arresting him. He put him in prison, handling him over to the guard, the four squads and four soldiers each, intending to bring him out of for a public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. And this is in Acts chapter 12. 12. And so there's our setting. Uh, the church is being persecuted. Believers are even being put to death. And so now Peter's in jail. And the night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. And sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone over the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him. Quick, get up, he said. And the chains fell off Peter's wrists. The angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. The angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea of what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went out through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter said to himself, now I know without a doubt that the Lord sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were anticipating. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's what a, the angels are answering to the Lord. And uh, what a great story we read here in that uh, the angel was able to just go into prison, drop those chains, open the doors, apparently make them invisible to some extent, too, yeah. and that they walk right past them. I mean, right. these, these guys were like, they were guarding in, in, to death. To, it, yeah, I, I imagine prisoners. that they had planned on ending Peter's life. Yeah, yep. And so he escaped because the Lord still wanted to use Peter some more. Amen. And then we, as we read further down, we find out that the people had been praying for Peter. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so what we find is a supplication brought before the Lord, the Lord answering the prayer, sending his servant, the angel, to do God's bidding, rescue Peter, and then Peter rejoined uh, the church. Yeah. yeah. And, and they couldn't believe it when they, I mean, Rhoda went to the door. Rhoda got a bad rap, but I probably would have, <laughs> the servant girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that she ran back without opening it. <laughs> I was like, that, that is classic. But she runs back and they're like, Peter's out there. And they're like, what, have you lost your mind? And then right. she's like, no, really, it's him. And they're like, well, why didn't you let him in? Anyway, he kept on knocking and like, open up it. It really is me. Anyway, they came back in. Yeah. And so uh, it's a powerful story 
about angels and what the, what they're able to do. And I love how they announced the Lord's coming, uh, mm-hmm. certainly. And then, you know, there was another story, too, when the Lord was all of a sudden, he's, he started his ministry. He's then led into the desert. Yes. And he's tempted. Yes. By Satan himself. Yes. And, and, and he starts throwing scripture at him, and the Lord gives him scripture back. But mm-hmm. he's out there for 40 days, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's a long time. And so uh, it's an amazing story to hear how the Lord you know, was offered all these things. He's every bit human. He's under those challenges you know, of not eating and, and the heat and mm-hmm. probably lack of sleep and, yeah. and, and who knows what else. Then uh, you know, he holds off. He, and he, gets, he, is, he is the Lord, too. But he praise did it. On, praise God. Mm-hmm. And then the angels came and ministered to him yes. after Satan left. Amen. Immediately Satan left, and then the angels came and ministered to him. So there's another story about angels and, and how they come to the help of people, and they're at the Lord's command. Amen. Absolutely. Well, if you're going to fight something supernatural, you better have something supernatural to fight them with. You know? And the Bible's very clear. Either God is your father... Or Satan is your father. Yeah. You know, and if God is your father, he says, I'll fight your battles. Just trust me. So there's some angels that are actually named in the Bible. I know you had started to mention, you know, being the military man you are, that there's like a hierarchy, apparently, of some sort, and and that Mm. they answer, and I'm okay with that, you know, and they're answering to the Lord. We've made that clear, too. But um, so what are some of the names of some of the angels? Well, we know Lucifer. Lucifer being the evil one. Right, That that led that uprising. And then we we read in, I believe it was Revelation chapter 12, verses 3 through four and nine, it seems to indicate that there was this observation that uh, a third of the stars fell and were swept from the sky by the dragon. That's mm-hmm. Many Bible scholars believe that to be that's the verse that seems to indicate that a third of the that, that were in the uprising fell right. from, from, their, from the grace, fell right. from grace, that is. And so if you do the math then, if one-third fell, there's two-thirds that are still in loyal service to the Lord. in service to the Lord. And boy, we'd like to be in that number two when the saints go marching in. Well, we know that uh, the Bible Bible talks about Michael talking to Lucifer over the body of Moses. Okay, yeah, that's in Jude, yeah. Yep. And so Michael is an archangel, which is apparently maybe the one in charge of a lot of the angels. Uh, so there's certainly that name that that comes up, Michael, that's found in Jude 1.9. And he's also mentioned in, let's see, Daniel. He talks to Daniel, and actually he had a little bit of a deal where he couldn't get through to Daniel because there was some battling going on in the unseen. Um, and the Lord had a message that he was going to deliver uh, through Michael, and but he was fighting Satan. And so Satan has some kind of influence over the airwaves, too. Yeah. So praise God that l- the Lord is keeping this one open, that you can hear from us. Revelation 12, he's mentioned. 1 Thessalonians 4.16, I have that note, too, as well. So then there's Gabe. Mm-hmm. Good old Gabe. I like Gabriel. Like, Gabriel, yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a, a, a name to name your kid. Maybe you have a kid named Gabriel. But uh, I have a nephew named Gabriel. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Gabriel certainly talked to Daniel in Daniel 8. I have that note. And uh, then he talked to Zachariah, father of John the Baptist. And that's in the Christmas story. We hear about that. And he's right. just like, you're gonna, your wife and you are going to have a kid. And he's like, what? No way. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> what? You're not going to talk until he's born now. <laughs> and when he's born, you know, yeah. yeah um, 
Amen. And so he gives that announcement, uh, talks to Mary. So that's that's fantastic. Those right. some of the names of the not that we need to know them. We're not going to again worship them, but they're right. they're serving the Lord, and it's just so good to have them on their side. The Lord is wonderful in his creation. He, he is. really is. He is. And we, we have to be careful. Again, folks, if it doesn't come from the Bible, mm. then don't entertain it. Don't believe it. Because I've, I've heard books that talk about, you know, all these angels that they've named and, and all their purposes. But if it's, how, how do we know if it's not in scripture? Yeah. Then don't trust it. I, I think we have, there's some caution there. Yeah. yeah. We would say, it's, I would say, Take that with some caution. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, there's still some things I can't explain and, and, and understand fully, but I think that, that tricky area to be in when you start to say there's more that are named and here they are, right. you know. I, right. I, I, so, so what if there are some more and you know their name? I mean, what, what's the purpose of that? Right. Um, I mean, they're, they're fellow servants. Even even these angels will say, look, I'm a fellow servant. Yeah. Right. And if he's a servant, then he's not looking to be named. Right. You know, he's looking to serve the Lord as we're looking to serve the Lord. Um, which is the object of our faith. You know, it says too, I don't have it right in front of me, that the angels rejoice over one sinner who turns from his ways. Amen. I, I, I love that too, that they're just like, they're digging that too. So that's one of the things that they're involved in some way and they love it when there's a celebration when sinners give their life to the Lord. And so I heard actually, I was listening to the streaming last night and then pastor, he as so faithfully does, uh, gave the chance for people to receive Christ. And I, we only see the look of, you know, facing him, and he's up on the stool now. He was on the stool last night, but he gives, you know, look, if you want the Lord in your life, it's as easy as a prayer way. It's nothing magical about it. It's just this, what he's made a way for us. And so yeah. admit your sinner, uh, receive him. The, the finished work that he did for you on your behalf and, and ask him into your life. And and then he goes, if you've prayed that prayer, you know, can you just shoot your hand up so I can pray for you? And he's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank 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 you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how many people gave their life to the Lord yeah. last night, but that was pretty neat. I mean... Uh, what's really neat is to see people grow from it, mm. you know, and uh, that's why it's important to us not just to lead people to the Lord, Al, but we are also available to disciple people and grow them in Scripture and grow them in their knowledge of God, which is important. So the angels are celebrating when that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that must be, it's not just like, oh, joy, another one came. Yeah. No, this <laughs> like, they're like, yay, celebrate, Jesus, right. celebrate. Right. Dun, 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 dun. So yep. that's pretty cool. So there's some celebrations that are going on here here pretty regularly. I mean, there are a lot of people that didn't know the Lord and then, but they don't leave that same way. I mean, it's for a lot of people, it's a stepping stone here, get their second wind, get their feet on the ground, get a new direction. And they're not here by accident, but yet then the gospel is offered and God, I believe, orchestrates some things and, and uh, many of them come to a saving knowledge here. And so the angels are celebrating and they were Mm. last night. So that's pretty cool. And then, like you say, we don't just leave them there. I mean, we try to do some teaching too and and disciple them. Well, it's important because the gospel has been likened under four different types of seeds, you know, and we want to make sure that it falls on fertile ground. Oh, and that we are, as Paul said, we water, you know, we help plant it. It's God that does the growing. Yeah. But, you know, we need to give people that opportunity to get to know Jesus, to get to know him better, to study his word so it can grow and produce fruit. 
Yeah. Right. You can't produce fruit in ignorance. And God calls us not to be ignorant. There's these basic commandments we're given. Mm-hmm. And I believe that because we're in a war, Al, like you said, you know, we're in a spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. That sometimes, well, we always need Jesus to carry it out, but I believe there are sometimes when God commands his angels to clear the path for us because the devil has set up barricades and he set up walls and he set up all these things to stop us. And then God sends his angels to clear the way. Yeah, we're not in this alone. And I, I like you, you asked a question earlier. You said, hey, would you want to see it if you could? <laughs> uh, and I'm paraphrasing your question, but honestly, I I think I'd be scared to death if I could see the spiritual battle that rages around me. Oh, when the servant, his eyes were opened and yeah. saw that. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Could you imagine what he saw? Oh, yeah. And, and the horses see. of fire. I mean, there are no words to describe. No. And so they did the best they could. But, um, yep, that's that's pretty amazing. There is a real battle. You know, we, I think people actually, under the influence, uh, portray Satan in almost a romantic way. If you were ever to behold him in person, and, mm. and not anyone you'd ever want to tackle. You know? Well, Michael so, didn't tackle him either. He said, you know, the, the Lord, Lord rebuke, rebuke you. you. Right? Yes. It's not like Michael stood there in his own power and said, I rebuke you. Right. He said, no, the Lord rebuke you. And uh, he had to leave. There are uh, seraphim and cherubim that are mentioned in the Bible, too. Uh, Revelation, well, you can read about some cherubim that are constantly flying around the throne, just praising the Lord, holy, 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 24-7. And so we we do read about that some sort of an angelic being that is created, um, and it's for service, and they're faithful, and that they're just just crying out, holy, 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 all day long, 24-7, as we speak here. And so the Lord is receiving his rightful praise. Rightful praise. And we can join in that too. Uh, But in in Isaiah, there's a really cool chapter. He has a vision. And we've mentioned this before, but in Isaiah 6, in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each having six wings, two wings they covered their faces, two they covered their feet. And two, they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorsteps and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Mm. There is a vision of what's going on, too. So it's the only place that seraphim, which is a plural of seraphs, uh, it's a type of angelic being that's created. And I just thought that was so powerful that we get a glimpse of the throne of the king yeah. of which we serve. Yeah. Isn't that cool? It is. It, God gives us these little glimpses. You know, there's been three people in the New Testament who got a glimpse, right? We had Stephen as he was stoned. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And then we had Paul who claims to have had a glimpse. And then we had John the disciple who got glimpses into heaven. Yeah. And and actually, Paul mentions that he saw stuff that was too great to describe, too. So I he doesn't go into detail, but... Right. And there were probably others, too, yeah. um, that, that... But those are the three we know about. Yeah. And, you know, the, the Mount of Transfiguration, too, was pretty cool. Peter, James, and John. Um, that had to be... Just... When they went up and they saw him in his glorified body, you know, in Mount of Transfiguration, and then... 
you know, that, that inspired John when he started his gospel. He's like, we have seen his glory. Hmm. No, wait a second. Wait, you can, you know, there may be doubts and days, but I can, I can hearken back to that moment when we saw his glory, yeah. you know, and, and blessed are those who believe, you know, because they've seen, but blessed are those that believe that haven't been seen, you know, that, yeah. that haven't seen that. And so that's us. That's you and me, Seth. I think that's what makes the church age so special, you know, is that we are required to have faith in the unseen. And Al, when you say you believe in the unseen, you can't believe in Jesus and not believe in the unseen. Yeah. During our age, we are disciples required to love and follow and have faith in God whom we have not seen. You know, it's interesting, though, that I didn't know you four years ago. Yeah. You didn't know me, nope. and yet here we sit at a table, and we didn't need someone to give us this formal introduction, but we're like, hey, here's a believer in Jesus, here's a believer in Jesus, and there's that instant connection that we have then. Mm. You know, the spirit, the same spirit that fills you and I, you know, it, it, that starts to interact a little bit, and so we're to be that church and that and, and to do the work of God. So, um, I mean, that would be yeah. the hope anyway. Yeah. But that's that, to me— when people connect like you and I have, right. I mean, I, I consider you one of my best friends. Absolutely. And, and, and uh, but that the Lord at work, you know, it's yeah. like, and all over the world that's being lived out too. People that are maybe even listening to this in other countries, even uh, that know the Lord, have met him, answered that call. And now they relate to this podcast in, in a way different than the regular world would. I think so. And, and our prayer, obviously, Al, is to always glorify the Lord, always yeah. speak the truth. In fact, we want to thank you for listening, but we'd like to end with a prayer. So yeah. if you'd like to join us right now as we lift up the Lord, please. So I'll, I'll lead, Al, and you finish? Sure. Okay. Oh, mighty God, King of the universe, creator of everything. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and forgiveness. And we thank you for loving us that you would die for us. Thank you. We thank you, Lord, that we have been offered salvation, a restoration in a relationship with you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you that you never give up on us. We thank you that you never retreat. And when we do, we just thank you, Lord, that you have angels that you command and send to fight. We thank you, Lord. But you and you alone are the object of our faith. You and you alone are worthy to be praised. But we want to thank you, Lord, for the angels you send. Uh, We want to thank you, Lord, for the times that we have needs and you come rushing in and move us forward. You are the best father anyone could hope for. And I know one day we will stand before you. We will hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. So, Lord, help us to be good and faithful servants. Help us, Lord, to put you first, to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ in every corner of this world. And when darkness and our enemies gather around us, remind us, Lord, that you have an army greater and bigger than anything the enemy could throw. We just love you in Mm. Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, we know that there's your word goes out and doesn't return void. And so even now as we speak, there's people that are tuned into you, into this podcast. And so I ask for a special touch on that individual that's listening. Oh, Father God, have mercy. Touch him, lift him up, be the lifter of their head. Mm. Bless them and be gracious towards them. 
And, and Father God, thank you for assigning angels even to some of those listeners now and helping them in their time of need, Lord, that they can be more than overcomers. And so, Lord, yes, uh, Seth said probably a couple dozen times, thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for being king. You're king of all kings, Lord of all lords. And like those angels that go all day long, holy, 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 you are worthy. You are worthy. And so, Lord, yes, we want to lift you up and uh, and ask for, again, a blessing on, on our listeners. And uh, thank you for an opportunity to bring to light your goodness and your creation. All of creation worships you, Lord. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we come to you in the name of the Father and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, we want to thank you for listening to us. We so appreciate your ears, and we so appreciate your prayers. And I know that if God is moving you to help us uh, to care for the homeless, the downtrodden, the hurting, you could do that through your prayers, and we would so appreciate that. You could also, if you feel moved, go to our website and donate at uh, www.sheltersbyjesus.com. Uh, $9 a month, we can take and help as many people as possible. Hey, could we send them a book if they wanted? Yeah, that's thank you, Al, for bringing that up. Yep. Um, we have four books that Pastor's written about the miracles that God has done here, and there are two prices. They're $10 each or they're free. Um, so if you can afford to bless us, we'd love it, but don't let that stop you. If you'd like copies of Pastor's book, we'll be happy to send them to you at no charge. So uh, also, if you want to hear more of our podcast. We talk a lot about it. We have pastor, a guest a couple of times, right, yep. Al? Yep. Some are better than others, <laughs> but <laughs> right. God be the glory. Amen. So if you'd like to hear that, you can go to sbjradio.com and we have an archive section there too, as well as our week's episodes. Um, you can listen to them there. If you'd like to, you could write us a letter at Shelters by Jesus, 12 McClellan Street, Skowhegan, Maine, 04976, or even perhaps stop by for a visit and a tour. We'd love to do that for you. If you'd like to give us a phone call, you can do that at 207 474 8833. Uh, we just want to say God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to us. And Al, it was really good to see you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for being patient with me. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. So yep. uh, we will be back together next week. Lord willing. Lord willing. And then a special guest after that. Yes, we do. Yeah, Amen. there's some good ones coming up. So stay tuned for more. Amen. God bless you.